In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Today is the feast of the discovery of the cross. It's when Queen Helena, who was the mother of Emperor Constantine, she discovered the cross, but what she actually did was she made it real for people who had started to forget its significance. And this always needs to be done. People in her day, just as now, had all kinds of ideas of who Jesus was, which were much smaller than Jesus actually is. And invariably then and now, we have this tendency, deep-seated, to make God in our own image instead of accepting the amazing open-ended mystery that we are made in God's image. And we do this with Jesus as well, tending to make him more palatable, less radical, easier on us and harder on them. And one key way that humankind left to our own devices has always distorted the life and death of Jesus is to believe that his life and death on the cross was just symbolic, uh, true in some vague way, but a myth, not historical reality. And why has this distortion been so popular then and now? Well, you can put that together. If the gospel is just a really good story and it's not fact, this keeps God in God's place and lets us live our lives as we wish and we're still in control. But if it is a true story, And if it's historical fact, well, of course, this makes demands and has consequences of our life now and how we we live it. How do we respond to this reality? This is what Jesus said to Peter. But who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? Jesus pushes Peter and through him, all of us, that his life and his death demands a response. It is very real. Now, Helena surely knew the importance of establishing the historical reality of Jesus because several generations had passed from those who lived and knew and worked with Jesus before her time, and their memory was fading. And she basically made one of the first known archaeological expeditions by going to Jerusalem and taking her team with her and trying to find the true cross that Jesus was crucified on. And she found it, fragments of the real cross. And there she also built the Cathedral of the Holy Sepulchre, which is so dear to Armenians, of which we are stewards and caretakers. All of these things are historical, real, tangible realities that help us to not succumb to fuzzy thinking about the reality of our faith. You can believe in Jesus or you cannot, fine, but you can't pretend he never lived, died, and said the very radical and very personal things that he said. Helen discovered the cross, and in doing this, she really kept it real for generations to come. Now, not coincidentally, 
and I'm getting a little more into history than I usually do. I hope you find it edifying. The early church fathers were on a similar archaeological quest with the manuscripts about Jesus' life at the same time Helena was on her quest. And they gathered and verified the accounts of Jesus and his life and his death and his crucifixion that were the oldest and the truest. And they threw out the ones that were newer, and they threw out the ones that they're like, wow, this looks like more like a person made it up, me and you, rather than someone who actually saw God in the flesh. And they discovered, and they made real, the compilers of the gospel, they made real the cross in canonizing the books of the gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, all of whom speak in great unmistakable detail about what this cross meant and how it changed their lives and overthrew evil and changed the world. They said that Jesus foresaw this cross his whole life. Others foresaw the cross in his life before and during his birth. The Gospels also say that Jesus knew it was the plan all along and he went willingly out of love, not without suffering, not without tears, not without even despair, but he went willingly to the cross in his love for mankind. And so our scriptures, Armenian church tradition through feasts like today and Holy Week, and yes, uh, the discovery of the true cross by Helena, all these things continue to make real to us the life-changing reality that Jesus gave away his life out of love in order to set the world straight and in order to save us by his grace. Now this challenge to discover and rediscover the cross, of course, it's not only historical. It needs to happen generation after generation and it continues to this day and now that challenge is before us, albeit in our different circumstances. How do we make and keep the cross real? Well, unlike in Helena's day, uh, the cross in Helena's day, you wouldn't ever wear it or see it around because until that day, it was illegal to be Christian and you were at least marginalized, if not tortured and killed for being Christian. In our day, it's very different. There is no cost to embracing the cross to showing your dedication. Showing the cross came with the price of that time as it did for Jesus. It's different today. It's different today. Everyone wears a cross. You see them everywhere. You're not afraid to wear it. Christianity is not illegal. The cross is even stylish, made stylish by professional athletes and hip-hop artists and country stars. And in America, uh, in Armenia, Two, you can see a cross everywhere you go. It's hanging on everyone's rearview mirror. It's now on the hills and the mountains, cross monuments. They even have, unfortunately, cognac bottles in the shape of a cross. The cross is everywhere now, and we discover it everywhere, but we also discover that it has been emptied of its true power and its true significance. And that's where our calling comes in as more mature Christians in this day and age to discover 
and rediscover the cross for ourselves and others. To keep it real in a society which loves the vague idea of God is with us as a decoration and as a superstition, but doesn't have much understanding of what it could mean. That doesn't understand its, sub its subversive, life-changing power to overturn the structures of power of the world. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Well, even though the world today may have no clue the deeper meaning of the cross, the cross, we are to be the clues of what the cross means and to its rediscovery in our time. And we made a good start here together with the raising up of this cross on top of this church as a community, physically raising up a cross in the sandy soil of Pinellas Park for all to see, St. Hogop Armenian Church. It's been a great public discovery and rediscovery of Christ's cross for our Armenian community, of course, but also for the entire neighborhood. But of course, for this rediscovery of the cross at St. Hogop to have real deep and lasting effect, we have to move from just a building to actual bodies, hearts and minds. People don't notice our cross in this beautiful church after a while, passing it every day, just like they don't notice the beautiful Florida sunset every day after a while. But people do notice when you and I at work, at home, school, act like we have discovered the cross. It has made a huge difference in our daily life and it is our priority and our love over all things. And now I'll conclude with just two ways and ideas of how we might do this, how we might rediscover the cross and make it real for ourselves and others today. The first and the most important that we don't speak about enough is what gratitude and joy there is because of Christ's crucifixion on the cross. Because there's no longer anything, not a single thing that any of us can do to earn our way to salvation or the kingdom of heaven. And there's nothing anyone here can do to lose that because it's all gift. It's all grace. Jesus on the cross gave us the gift of love greater than all sin all things. We're loved. We're forgiven. No matter what we've done, no matter what we haven't done. And everyone is invited no matter what. That's the first way to rediscover the cross ourselves and make it real for others. To simply live day to day with a sense of gratitude and abundant grace. I am working on that I hope you are too. It changes everything. Second, we rediscover the cross. We make it real for others by our commitment to serve. This is the heart of the cross. The astounding reality of God divesting himself of all of his power in order to serve and save mankind. And we, in turn, make the cross real by giving away our power and our time and our heart and our money and our talents 
to others. Serving the church, yes. Serving those who are in need in Armenia and Artsakh in so many ways, yes. Serving the elderly, the sick, the shut-in, your kids, your parents, your grandparents, your brothers and sisters. Serving is at the heart of the cross and making it real and tangible for those around us. And so my final prayer for us today is that on this feast of the discovery of the cross, we do our part in keeping the cross real and significant and powerful for ourselves and for those around us. The cross is no fashion accessory. It's no rabbit's foot. And it's not even a noble idea. It is the astounding reality, once and for always, that God's love and grace overcomes sin, overcomes death, is greater than all things, now and always and unto the ages of ages. Amen.